Well, hello and welcome to this episode of the award-nominated. I don't know if you caught that. Let me let me repeat that. Award-nominated wow. Association Transformation Podcast. This transatlantic conversation has been seen, has been heard. People know who we are, Andrew. Well, this is happening, and and they want to give us the potentially. They want to give us a prize for it. Right? Exactly. Who who would have thunk? <laughs> no. Who would have Not thunk? Me. It must be it must be our listener in Belgium as uh, as has been so enthused. They started a, they started a petition and all twelve of them got together and they've been harassing the uh, the. <laughs> but seriously, we we have been nominated. I'm excited about it. We'll keep our audience informed of how the uh, the award presentation goes. Um, but it it calls me to raise my game, okay. and I think instead of us just bantering about and. And, uh, you know, reminiscing of association challenges and stories and, and victories, I think we need to look to some more future focused and, mm-hmm. and serious topics. Mm-hmm. I think we, we need to be the award winning podcast that we know we are. Wow. Are you ready for this? Oh are you ready? God, I feel pressured. I feel so pressured. But yes, I. <laughs> you. Before I pressed record, you weren't feeling you. I didn't know we were up in our game, right? I saved the best for recording, Andrew. <laughs> let's do it. I'm up in my game. I'm doing it. Right. All right. Okay, let's so do it. So we are not only transatlantic, we are an international conversation that is ready to explore, innovate, experiment in conversation for the benefit of nonprofits and associations yes. around this globe. And I think there's there's something that's affecting all of us equally. Uh, something that's in my mind scary as heck, um, and uh, and you actually brought it to to the forefront. So thank you for for raising this 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 topic, this mm-hmm. issue. Um, do you want to? Should I drum roll for you? Do you want to? Oh, want to throw it out there? Don't build it up. You're only you're only just you know we haven't got enough time or attention. We 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 we, we, we can't focus too long on it. I want to talk about attention economics or the attention economy. This is something. That's, yeah, this, this is something. sounds very academic. It sounds very academic. It makes me sound like you know I read. <laughs> right, it's a lot of syllables for you. I'm proud. <laughs> so the attention. Yeah, I I first kind of I must admit I stumbled across attention economics uh, reading a book uh, not that long what? ago. Wait, stop the presses. Oh, enough now! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're going over the top now. You're milking it. Okay, now. okay. Milk- <laughs> All right. Well, you know, some people have bookcases in the background of their Zoom. You, I've never seen a book in your in the background, so I, I'm I'm just proud that there are books in your life. <laughs> but yes, please. Attention, I We wrote a book together. Of course, it's a book. You know? <laughs> oh, that's true. We did write a book together. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Okay, sorry. Let me focus. Up. It's hard yes. for me to focus. Let's start. Attention economics, please proceed. Yeah, there's something ironic that I want to talk about. Attention economics, and you want to live. <laughs> And I'm all over the place. Uh, believe me, I, it's, it. I live attention economics every day. It's okay. Okay, so let's talk about attention economics and what do we mean by attention economics. Let me just, if it's all right with you, I'll just lay a bit of the groundwork, just so we please, know exactly please. what before we kind of talk about it in a membership or an yes, association. Yes, I need the one hundred and one. I need yeah. the one hundred and one, please. Okay, so we understand economics. Economics is the study of. How sources and uh, sorry resources rather scarce resources are allocated. So how do we use what we've got? So that's money. like money and resources and time and food, you know, food, water. Yeah. Okay, yeah, got it. all I of got that. It. You know, right. we recognize that um, 
they're, they're finite. There's only so much available. So how do we how do we manage that? How do we make that available to as many uh, or as wide an audience as possible? How do we make sure that everyone's got a piece of the pie, if you like? So that's economics. So then we get into the world of you notes, know, and so then we move into the world of attention economics. And what we in, and where this kind of comes from is to counter that. It says that in, in an era of of endless amounts of information that we have instantly at our fingertips, there's no scarcity. There's no scarcity of information. We don't need to worry about sharing that information. I don't worry that you don't have enough access to information because unlike the you know food, money, housing, stuff that is tangible and physical, you know that we can quantify it, we can measure it, you know, um, information, data is arguably infinite. It just goes on and on and on and on. Right. And so and so in in that world, how we understand, how we begin to sort of talk about the economics of data, the economics of information is, is or, and how we measure it is against attention. Uh, and indeed, and how we understand attention as being a potential limiting factor to the value of, of information and data. So wait, 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 what you're saying is attention is the actual true resource. Yes. That is what I'm saying. You're good. But each of us hey, only has so much. Exactly, exactly. So the term was coined, attention economy, was coined by uh, Herbert Simon, who was a psychologist and an, economic, uh, an economist. Uh, he's also a Nobel laureate. In the 1970s, he, said, he describes attention as being the bottleneck of human thought. Uh, yeah, I love that. I think that's the title of this pod, actually. Now I'm thinking about it. I think because yeah, the bottleneck of human thought, which I really love that because it says it's a tension that limits um, both what we perceive uh, in stimulating environments and what we can do with it, what we can do with that information. Right. Oh, goodness. My, my wheel, my association wheels, my membership and engagement yeah, wheels are, are yeah, turning. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, you're getting it. You're getting it. I'm doing my job well here. This 101. So <laughs> He says, actually, you know, there's this, it's, you know, we've spent a lot of time over the last, you know, particularly over the last sort of three decades talking about information economy, as though information is the valuable commodity, but it's not. It's attention that is the valuable commodity because attention is limited and therefore it's valuable and therefore it's scarce. And so how do we, you know, the, the, the argument, the theory is, it's you know how do we then you know in a in the in the as we approach the quarter mark of the twenty first century, uh, where we are awash, we're flooded by information. I would I would say you know we're you know information pollution is a massive issue for us. How do we function effectively, both as you know as individuals, but also as organisations within? the attention economy within the within the confines of the attention economy mm -hmm. and i've read articles about this in the in the context of marketing you know how to get people how to trigger how to get people to click how to get people to stay on your website and, and all of these tricks and they're related to that that information that content yeah. how to make your content stand out yeah and yet they don't address this this seems to be the piece that we're all skipping over which is the attention side of it and recognizing that limited that limited yeah. resource. 
Um, I, I, I think we've seen that a lot because it, in, in in the kind of the habit and you know, and we see this a lot when we in the kind of membership world, we sometimes we 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 quantify value as as oh as rather co- let me rephrase this I and mean, there's too many quads here too many qus here we qualify value as being uh quantity so we do more we put more out the door we you know our members expect x y and z they expect the value proposition to be this big and this much stuff and we need to be doing all of this and and that's totally understandable because that's that's always been uh, in, in you know in in societal terms in economic terms that's always been our response, which is basically, if we're not getting our message across, we've got to do something else, rather than let's refocus on the message, let's refo- and, and and really, you know, uh, tackle people's attention, mm-hmm. capture people's attention. So you're absolutely right. In, you know, in the marketing uh, and, and communications context, it's exactly what we've been seeing. It's exactly what's not working anymore. Well, when I when I mentioned in the beginning that this was a really scary topic for me, when I mm-hmm. think as uh, as a membership person, as a as an engagement specialist in mm-hmm. in this nonprofit association world, I mean, this is God, this is scarier than inflation, than blockchain, than generational shift. I mean, this is this is something that is true, yeah, and and a challenge with everyone from your leadership to your staff to your current members, your future members, your never been yeah. members. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, I mean, geez. And you mentioned something that stuck with me, information pollution mm-hmm. and organizations, natural instincts is just to say something more different, yeah. more mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, there's, I don't think associations and nonprofits truly appreciate that they're losing the battle for content competition. Yes, yeah. because you know when Hubert Simon said, you know when he you know he came up with the attention economy concept. You know one of the things I'm going to quote him here. He says, you noted that a wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. Right. The like, more <laughs> you're hurting yourself through a strategy yeah. of more, more, more. And to be honest, there's already competition for that information that's free, that yeah. may be easier to access, that may be more intuitive, that may come from alternative resources. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, I would argue with the, uh, the plethora of information that we also probably struggle with um, a deficit of verification, a de- deficit of credibility and 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 truth. Um, but you know, some organizations are competing against the, against Google. Yeah, you know, if your it, website yeah. isn't mm-hmm. easy, people are are simply going to get what they need somewhere else. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think also, you know, the reality of it is also we're just humans. You know, and yeah, we are the most sophisticated machines, but also we only have limited, you know, we all only have limited capacity to absorb this information. And you're right. I mean, if it's not literally at our fingertips, if I can't find it in a, in two clicks, well, I'm going to move on somewhere else. I'm going to move to the next piece, you know, and, and we've seen that, you know, and, and that's something that software applications are particularly good at. Uh, and I have become far more sophisticated. Well, and social media there. That's the stickiest of environments. Always, always. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's another pod in itself. Um, yeah. But you're absolutely right. And, 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 and that is intrinsically linked to the point about you were talking about validity, verification of fact and data, et cetera. It's just an absolute. My mind is going to explode right now. This is... It's a minefield, to say the least. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Because when you start to think about it, 
It just, it, it builds on itself with this yeah. overwhelming, uh, you know, I'm a problem solver and you bring this idea to my, to my attention, no pun intended. Uh, and you know, I, my first thought is, all right, how do we fix this? How do we solve this? From what I hear you saying, there's, there's not an opportunity to increase the human capacity. That's a set thing with the, yeah. each individual different for each person, but what it is, is what it is. Um, it, this is about choosing the right thing and capturing attention. But how, you know, how do associations do this is about, is it about their own focus, their own discipline? Is it about their technology and how they're keeping people on their sites, how they're delivering information in a uh, easy and interesting way? You know, what, what's, tell me the yeah. answer. It's all those things. It's all those things. I mean, that's it. That's that, the, the, the challenges of the attention economy are sophisticated. And they are multifaceted. And therefore, our response has got to be equally sophisticated and recognizing that one size does not fit all. We can't simply say, you know, we're not capturing enough of our members, you know, our members for whatever reason are not engaging with us. So we'll just switch, you know, we'll just make this one switch. It's not, it's got to be far more comprehensive than that. And in terms of understanding, you know, how you engage with members and what you're communicating and when you're communicating, even that isn't good enough anymore. You know, what we understand as a traditional, what we understand as a traditional marketing and communication strategy isn't good enough anymore because the, the, the avenues that we've got and that everybody else has got to communicate and to capture people's attention is vast. I mean, you mentioned social media earlier on. You, I mean, how many times do you go on to, I don't know, you think I need to find something. I'm going to go on the interweb. I'm going to, you know, go into my Twitter feed and see if I can find something about it. And next thing you know, it's like four hours later and you're still on Twitter and you're, you know, you're still, you know, and, and, and that, how do we, how do organizations counter that? How do they meet the, that challenge is, is I would argue, I think it's probably the big. I think it's. I think it's the biggest question we've got to handle. To be honest, as as organizations, as membership bodies. When you, and you say you know the the how we address this needs to be sophisticated and multifaceted. And yeah. you know, this isn't just about is your content interesting or relevant. It's about access. How are people yeah. getting to it? About yeah. engagement. Yeah. What are you asking of them next? Mm-hmm. And in some ways, it may be about setting realistic expectations. You're not going to get a hundred percent participation or click through, or no. you know, the heat map of your website is not going to be all red. Understanding mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. possible and what is realistic in terms of engaging your audience and setting those markers uh, in a way that you can you can succeed and that you can take small bites at this. I don't want people to embrace attention economics and shoot for an unrealistic marker and then go back to their, their content overload strategy. Yes. No, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's a really good point. And it, I mean, I had a, had a, a meeting earlier this week where somebody, and it did make me reflect. I had a meeting earlier this week where somebody said to me, accused me of being, um, no, accused is too strong a word. They said, Andrew, you're just, you're just too ambitious. You're over ambitious. You've got unrealistic. It was in relation to a project I'm working on. And it's like, right, okay. And at first I thought, right, cheeky so-and-so, how dare you? You can't be too ambitious. But actually- Were they, Was this reverse psychology? Were they trying to- They just just made me more ambitious. It was like, I'll show you, right? By the end of the day, I'll have this done. 
But actually, what they really were talking about, and we did discuss this, is they were talking about expectation. And it can be disheartening when you are churning out really value. You know it's valuable, and people tell you it's valuable stuff. People say, I love this. We, we needed this. Where's it been? And yet you're looking at your data, you're looking at your numbers, and you're getting you know, half a dozen members out of 2000 or whatever engaging in something it is it can be you can make you really despondent you can quite quickly think actually this new approach isn't working yeah so just just default back to what was what was what was working in 1990 but what worked in 1990 what worked in the year 2000 what worked in 2010 isn't working now and well i think it's a matter of measuring and determining the true end game the true end game here isn't necessarily holding attention It's getting people down a path to a level of engagement, defining your true end game, whether it's an increase in membership, whether it's an increase in retention, maybe it's a higher number of students joining that specialty and choosing that that academic course. Um, You know, maybe it's a higher number of people submitting awards applications, you know, define what your true measure of, of impact is and recognize that. that the attention economics is a means to that end. Yeah. Yeah. So that you're measuring the right things and holding your organization accountable for the right things, because it will take a multitude of strategies. It will take a shotgun approach to achieve those final end results. Um, and I hate when organizations just put on the blinders and they get so focused on clicks and likes and shares and survey responses when in reality, that's just a means to an end. And it's one of many means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not the end game. So yes, I love attention economics. I want to talk about it. I'm scared about it. I I think the the competition wrapped into it. I mean, everyone's in this fighting the same battle. Um, But I I do hope people can rise above and and stay at a a high level and keep that end goal, the true end goal Mm -hmm, in mind. mm -hmm. I think the reality is, you know, been doing, we've, we've been doing our research into this and there's a lot that I want, I want to share. There's a lot. And actually, I think it's too, it's too much for this pod, I think, uh, <laughs> which is ironic, which is ironic because I don't know if we'll have it, people will stay listening for <laughs> too long. But, there's, but you know, point in, point in, uh, point in practice. <laughs> but, you know, my, you know, for you, you've done a more research. I've done some initial reading on this. I don't know who to invite back. Should we go out and get a, a theoretical oh, yeah. physicist? Should we go out and get a marketing expert? Should we go get an algorithm, you know, coding expert? I, yes. I don't even know who to go talk to. Yes, 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 and yes. Although I must admit, uh, the whole physicist thing, not too many in my uh, in my diary, but I'm sure in, in, my, in, my, in my circle rather. Not my, yeah, you have I'm a, sure I there's find not one at the pub you have a drink with? Oh, no, no. <laughs> but I do, no, sadly not. But I do think it is worth us. Look, I think, in this pod, we've introduced it. We, yeah. I think, we flagged this as a real, a, a real challenge that actually I think will resonate. And actually, it resonates. We're both small business owners. This resonates yeah. broader than membership organisations. This is about just engaging with people, with people you want to yeah. connect with, people with whom to whom you want to sell, people to whom you want to recruit, people to whom you want to connect. Um, yeah. And what I want to do, uh, if you're up for it, is find get into a, some of the answers on it. Not now, like I say, because uh, you know I dare say our listener has already, you know, stopped. did you use that in the singular? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I just want to, you know, just want to make them feel special. Um, but you know, as I dare say, uh, they've already spent enough time listening to us today. But did you know? Actually, did you know? Because it's really interesting. The University of California, uh, uh, Professor Gloria Mark, she calculated that it takes twenty-three minutes and fifteen seconds to get back on track once you've of you know on a task once you've been distracted from it. Yeah, I mean, can you yeah. work? I mean, that just. You quantify that into hours, it quickly becomes days, it quickly becomes weeks. You know? well, it, it shows yeah. you the true the true inefficiency of mm-hmm. multitasking. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I tried, I started a, a couple of years back trying to single task and, and focus on that list, prioritized yep. um, mm-hmm. and uh, and take one task at a time. And it's it's hard, especially working from home. You have all of these, oh, yeah. these environmental mm-hmm. factors, let alone the the multitude of projects you're juggling in your mind. I don't know that I have a, a, a scarcity of attention. I have a scarcity of focus. And in some of the reading I've done on this, you know, attention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, economics, attention is focus. It's oh, yeah. what you're mm-hmm. choosing to give yeah. your mind to yeah. at the expense of other things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we're, we're both parents. It, it hurts my heart to see, you know, my son is 10 and he'll scroll through YouTube for hours if I let him. You know, it, it what this next yeah. generation mm-hmm. is giving their attention to and being mm-hmm. programmed to see as value and, and mm-hmm. worth their time. And you say, hey, it's sunny and beautiful outside. You want to go outside? Nope. No, you'd I rather know. sit yeah. there on, on the on the on the iPad. And it's tragic. It's infuriating and, and so taking it. Oh, go ahead, please. Oh, I was gonna say and that crowd that crowding out of other activities. Because, you know, that actually that is in attention economics terms, that's known as the substitution effect, which is basically what are we missing out on? Yeah. You know, yeah. what is it that we're sacrificing? But we're putting all our effort into this, what on our attention to this. What else are we sacrificing? And the business is how we not only cater in to the to the demands of the attention economy, but how we respond to the substitution effect as well is, is we've we we have to have answers on that. You know, when I, I bring it back to the association world and, and I think about all that I see in, in this space, people mm-hmm. rushing to digital transformation and doing new websites and new platforms and AMSs and LMSs and, and all the tactics and tools. But are they really thinking about the attention side of this? Are they really putting themselves in the, the seat of their user, their ideal user? Mm-hmm. Um, do they know what that, that true end game is? I think a lot of people are just plugging in technologies and spending money on, on digital and tra- you know, digital transformations uh, is that you know, not so new buzzword. And yet maybe we're missing the point, which is yeah. the attention economics of it and, mm-hmm. and defining, defining that true role, that true end goal um, for, for our, our, desired, our desired user, our desired participant i am just pleased that you have <laughs> you you know that why are you laughing you know you sighed I, it was just so so i don't know paternal like, no so no with you, Elisa. So you've made I'm me pleased. quite i'm pleased that no <laughs> i love it when you go when you go british you go mary poppins on me i love it it's brilliant um uh was this in uh, no what you're <laughs> I totally. I didn't even mean You're to do. You're probably that. off track now. What I was going to say is, I love that you are, you are, you are. Um, in the course of this pod, you've you've emphasised uh, in 1997, Michael Goldhaber, who was a theoretical physicist, he warned that um, 
the international economy is shifting from a material-based economy to an attention-based economy. So, you know, as, as more and more services are offered online, as we move away from traditional manufacturing and an industrial economy, you know, more and more, uh, most of uh, the majority of careers, new careers will be, uh, will, will develop in the information economy uh, or what we subsequently know, as uh, we've said, you know, the attention economy. But, you know, I think, you know, I love that you've, you've actually, you know, debunked that myth that multitasking is a, is a good thing. And you've demonstrated that. Well, my I'm just terrible at my, it. it may my, be inabil- for some people. my inability to multitask. Uh, is a strength. So I just want to, you know, thank you for right. Uh, I, I yeah. try to turn it into a positive. And you know, with that in mind, and I think that there's a lot within this that can present opportunities to Huge. nonprofits and associations because of their niche, because of their connection to their audience, and the the relevance of their mission. Yes. They draw people to them because of their mission, not yes. because of the the abundance of information they may have. But that gives them credibility. That gives them power. That allows them a chance at, yes. at capturing capturing attention. So, absolutely. With that in mind, I, I think there's lots more reading to do. Maybe mm-hmm. we should encourage mm-hmm. our audience to go Google attention economics um, after listening to this podcast. And you know, of course, email us uh, if you have any ideas for guests. If this is something you and your organization are looking into. Uh, Hello at yourconsort.com. You can always send us your ideas. Um, We may even call and ask you to be on the pod with us. Um, You can also find Association Transformation at any any place you get your podcasts, wherever your favorite podcast source or platform. Uh, You can favorite us. We encourage you to uh, follow along, check out some of those previous episodes they are award nominated oh you just so, plug that plug that did you, did you, you know, say at the beginning what awards they are did you play i, don't I know didn't you i didn't that. because I if we it. if we don't win because if we don't win i'll never mention it again so i didn't mention the awards. is is there even is there any doubt <laughs> i don't is like to jinx doubt? thing I'm, I'm i'm a superstitious person i don't like to jinx things okay um, okay okay well so, okay Fair well enough. uh Maybe we should do a live feed from the awards ceremony. Oh, that'd be awesome. Do you know how to do that technically? I don't think I know how to live. Oh my, feed. all right, we'll Google it. We'll, yeah, Google, we'll it. Google it. Yeah, yeah. But I'll get bored after reading like the first 22 lines and then I'll be like, at least just tell me what to do. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you, Andrew, for bringing this to our attention. I'm excited that uh, we will dive deeper mm-hmm. and uh, have yes, an opportunity will. to explore this because if, if an no organization, association, for-profit, non-profit is not aware of the dangers yeah. of attention economics. Um, they need to uh, wake up. This is yeah. the future and, uh, and it's here. It's already here. It's been here. Mm-hmm. And if you don't see your children giving all of their time to those screens mm-hmm. and your members not opening your email, mm-hmm. not responding to those survey invitations, it's already here. You're already being affected by attention economics. Um, but it's that much more urgent than it has ever been before. And more digital tools and technologies aren't going to save you if you're not thinking about it in the right way. So thank you for bringing this to our attention. We will tackle it again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sorry, do you have any closing thoughts? No. Uh, I I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) Just, I don't, we're not going to leave this too long. We're not going to leave this too long. I think we've got momentum on this now. I want to tackle this sooner rather than later. Go for it. I will okay. be I will be here when you need me. You know where okay. to reach me. Okay. 
And until then, we encourage you to put your members and your mission first.